Oh, word, you ready now? <laughs> I heard that pop. Clink, clink. All right. This is Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy Gary. You can't see Chris. He's behind the scenes. He's the producer of the show, uh, director of the show, one of those things. Anyway, our special guest today is Christian Venn. Yo, what up, what up, what up? Detroit's finest. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. <laughs> and the cheesiest man we've had on this interview series. Just a heads up, if you want, the camera's like, like literally. Oh, I didn't even know where you the camera was. You can stare right in that camera and talk to right, it. That'd be the camera. You right already there. know. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Venn. Dr. Venn. I know we're going to find out a lot about you today in this interview, but how the mm. hell did you come up with Dr. Venn as your Instagram handle? Um, so. Would you want to actually believe? So majority everyone in my family, now my dads, my uncles, all all have PhDs. So when I was a kid, <laughs> they always called me, oh, doctor, doctor, mister, you're going to be a doctor. And I was like, yeah, of course. And then I hit like fifth grade and understood what a doctor was. And I was like, nah, that ain't happening. So your Instagram handle should be disappointment then. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I'll uh, Maybe in the next... Uh, <laughs> IG handle, I'll get it to I'm that kidding. one. I'm oh, kidding. Whatever replaces IG, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save that for uh, the next social media platform that comes out. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so you're from Detroit. Yeah. Born and raised? Born in Philly. Moved to Detroit when I was in what, first grade, second grade. Oh, I didn't know you were from. You were born in Philly. Yeah, you got fam there? Your parents yeah, were there for? I got, yeah, I got family in Philly, majority. Yeah, yeah on my really? mom's side, yeah. Okay, what's your what's your background? What's your ethnic background? Uh, my dad is from Sierra Leone, yeah. West Africa. Uh, my mom is from Philly. Okay. Yeah. Do you speak any other languages? No. So my dad wanted us to be as Americanized and culturally like not, you know, shunned not shunned, but like you know just accepted. So yeah. we kind of like kept most of that. You know. Well, I mean that doesn't make sense as adults. Obviously now you know. Oh that. no, yeah. of course not. But I think it's more just fitting in, you know. Um, I think he just, you know, kind of, what's the word for it? Does uh, he speak? He obviously yeah, speaks. Yeah, he speaks Creole. And, and what's that? Creole. Creole. Is not the same French as, too? no, it's not the same as like New Orleans. It's just, no, I, I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, does, he, does he speak French as well? He speaks five different languages. So he, he speaks Creole, English, German, um, French, and, and Russian. Oh, why? He went to university in Russia. What, what's it, what's he do for what's he's, uh, he studied nuclear engineering, <laughs> and he has a PhD in physics. Wow. Yeah. So as you can see, majority of my other my uncles there also my well my one of my uncle who has the same name as me, Christian. He actually got a uh, a civil engineering award um, in uh, Virginia, because he like developed uh, some system. I don't even know how to Man. explain it, but yeah. So, so that's your come father's from a, brother. Yeah, my dad's brother. Yeah. Jeez. So background of a lot of smart people and just didn't I guess it's might skip a generation. So what was it? <laughs> I'm gonna ask more questions about pops now. What was uh so really only he went to university in Russia. What brought him uh, so obviously he comes from a third world country, you know, it's not really a good place to kind of grow up, you know, with, you know, big ambitions, but at the time, um, Russia was trying to bring in, you know, um, immigrants that were smart. So you get a scholarship to go to, at the time it was called the Friendship University, weird name, um, but yeah, so you got a scholarship to go there, study nuclear engineering, and the whole hopes for, the, for Russia was like, oh, we get these guys in, they're smart, and then we'll keep them. Right. You know, and then like, you know, and put them in with well, them. What happened? What, what in regards to your dad staying there, he went to university. Did he live there a little bit longer? No. So he got his uh, PhD um, in, in physics there, and then he came to the U.S. to continue, continue his education. He went to Temple in Philly. That's where he met my mom. Ah, uh, okay. And yeah. What was your mom doing? My mom went to Temple studying, uh, I forgot what it was, but she ended up having kids and dropping out. So. Okay, well, are you the firstborn? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm the last. I'm the youngest. Really? Youngest How many and best siblings? looking. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be an interview. Are you thirsty, buddy? Let's crack these open. Fat tire. <laughs> uh, I'm the youngest of four. Hmm. So, what, is, what do your brothers do? Are, they, are you, your brothers are doctors? No, 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 no. I told you, skips a generation. Oh, skips a generation. <laughs> <laughs> what do your brothers do? 
Uh, my, my oldest brother and my, well, two oldest brothers, they work in construction, demolition. Um, and my brother above me, he works for, I think it's Pepsi. He does like some type of uh, laboring job there. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> so is there anyone, because you, you, from what I've known you for, I've actually known you for a long time, but we never really hung out and Yeah, outside of, outside so of like, the club. Yeah, we, we met in the club, right? Yeah. And I'd see you all the time in the club, yeah. and it was mutual friends, obviously, club life. Um, mm -hmm. But it wasn't until, I'd say, I forced you to come to the Outsiders. Yeah. I saw you out in a club and, yeah. and I was telling you about He's it. He's like, buy the ticket. And I was like, buy the ticket. He's like, no, I will. I'm like, mm. no, I, I grabbed his phone. And I said, buy the ticket. And I forced <laughs> him to buy the ticket. Yeah. The thing is, I'm glad I did that, though. Yeah, man. Because you actually showed up and then you came to more on your own. Yeah, I definitely probably was not going to show up if I didn't buy that ticket. Yeah. So it was a good oh, thing. Probably definitely. I know you weren't. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, four whiskeys deep. Of course, I yeah, was saying right. uh -huh, four. Uh -huh, you just started uh -huh, your night, uh -huh. huh? Yeah, it must have been on at like nine o'clock. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. It was fun. And it led up right into, you know, uh, COVID, which was a great time to even like dive into it even more. Yeah. Um, and kind of get outside my bubble of doing the same old shit every weekend. So. Yeah, and, and it was great because that's when we got to know each other. Like I've been <laughs> for years, but like, I didn't know he was such a smart ass. Like I didn't know you yeah. were such a creative dude. To be honest, like yeah, I didn't know what you did for a living. You, you run people, run into people all the time, and not just in that life, but yeah. like, people you see on a regular basis and have no clue what their life is really like and what they do for a living. And I joked around about you know, the disappointment, you're not a doctor, but you <laughs> hold a really high position for your company, in, in my opinion, and whatever you may say, I think. No, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but the, and you have a, a position that now I've even asked you for your advice on helping me with certain things as far as uh, approaching partners for outsiders. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, it's funny because I, so I work in fashion, work in the industry, and. Do you want to mention your company or not? Yeah, we'll get there, you know, we'll get okay. a get a little yeah, build yeah, up. And then uh so, you know, I played sports growing up. I ended up, you know, first year going to ASU, playing football, and never knew that, you know, a life in fashion could be, you know, uh actual career. Were you a uh, scholarship athlete? Division yes. Division One scholarship athlete. Yes. So for those who don't know, obviously most of you should know this, but division one scholarship athletes are basically professional athletes, more or less. Their, their <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. It takes yeah. up all your time. You're there it's, to play a sport. It's 100% And school is secondary. Yeah. So during the season, like, you don't have a life. It's right. pretty much, it's training, it's uh, practice, it's the little time you have extra as you do the studying. Right. <laughs> and from what, from what I remember you saying, we've had many conversations, is you went there specifically, not just for football, because it was a party school. It was the number one party school in the nation at the time, right? Yes, ASU, um, and this was in you know the early two thousands, back when Girls Gone Wild was yeah. in its heyday. And, and was that what was Girls Gone Wild? <laughs> kind of what attracted you to going to ASU? Um, no, you know that's you know kind of a, a jokes like drinking story, but right. like more importantly, my friend went there. He was like, "Yo, you got to come here." I got the opportunity with the scholarship. I was like, "I'm trying to choose between what schools," and I was like, "Let me go there." This is like my best friend. So I was like, it's warm, it's far away from home. Like yeah. I kind of wanted to be independent and stuff. So it was definitely, you know, a spot that I kind of wanted to go to outside of just like, oh, girls gone wild. But right. obviously that was in the back of my head. But you, you came from Detroit. So was ASU a culture shock somehow or not? Oh, 100% culture shock. Like I ain't never gone somewhere and just like seen mountains in the back, you know, the back right. landscape. It's crazy. The, the heat. You know, the like the the lack of kind of like nature, like everything's kind of tonal and kind of earth tones. Oh yeah. Um see this guy thinks it's a very creative mind. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like the, the way you would describe it, you're describing these earth tones, tonal stuff. Yeah. And, and beyond the landscape, what about like the people you encountered? The uh, that's another thing. Culture. It was like I came from a very diverse kind of area in Michigan because you know, like obviously Motor City, um, where I grew up was most people, their parents worked for one of the car uh companies so you get a lot of people from different backgrounds like india china because yeah. they're all engineers and you know right um, this isn't like a huge uh chaldean iraqi population yes uh, and dearborn yes a lot of yeah. middle easterns you know i probably can speak a little bit of arabic uh yeah. <laughs> like some little <laughs> shit like that whatever square words they taught me back then um 
and I forgot where we're the direction. Some other the the diversity. Yeah, so the diversity, you know, Michigan, and then to get to kind of uh, Arizona and the whole Tempe, uh, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's like ninety nine point nine white, and like with no like cultural. (laughs) You know what? What's funny? um, You're you're a basketball fan. Yeah. Um, What shirt are you wearing, by the way? Hockey? Uh, no, this is actually uh, Michigan oh, Detroit Blues Festival that oh. I used to go with my dad all the time. So nice. kind of as a personal touch. I thought touch. you were in a uh, sports show for a second. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but what's interesting is when you see, well, I watch, I'm a huge basketball fan. I know you're a basketball fan as well. You watch, the, you look at the crowd in different cities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And without fail, Utah, <laughs> Phoenix, and um, I think kind of Portland as well. The crowd is very one dimensional, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a kind of a culture shock, diversity shock, and even worse about it is like there's no gun laws there. Like you can just <laughs> it's a wild wild west there. So like kids are just come packing straps. Like you didn't need to have a permit to have a concealed weapon, it's, it's and crazy. it's always like kind of like you know the mama's boy fucking no social skills are coming up shooting up the parties, and oh, that's you witnessed that. Yeah, all the time. That shit wasn't and nothing. A lot of uh, shootings and deaths. Not like no, not like shooting like ah pop shooting someone, but like they'll just like come shoot up in the air or like they'll pull out the guns if there's a conflict. I'm always like first. I'm a lover, not a fighter. So I was like, I mean, especially I'm out. With guns, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was like one of the main reasons why I was like, all right, when I had the opportunity to change schools, I dipped out. And you left after one year. Yeah, one year. Um, you know, and I got, but, but how did you feel like, listen, as an athlete and somebody who, you know, we're a special division one athlete, a lot of your identity is, is defined by your sport, right? And uh, you left the sport. Yeah. I think for majority of people I played with, you know, through, you know, high school, middle school, college, that was them. Yeah. I never actually felt that personally. Um, I was just good at it. So that was just, you right. know, easy direction to kind of follow into. Um, I never really felt like an athlete. Like I remember in high school, like after the games, we were supposed to take the bus back and like have a kind of a team meeting. And our games always on Fridays, so that was where the parties are at. So I'm like, "Yo, I'm driving in my boy's car, we're going to the party," and I was getting in trouble. Um, but yeah, like or when like we lose a game, they like mad people will cry, and like I never like had that right. emotional connection to the right. sport. I just enjoyed playing because it, it was fun, but. The whole kind of structure of it, I never really enjoyed. But the whole time, were you kind of more of an artistic mind even back then? Um, it was. I I feel like I was good at everything, not great at anything type thing. Where like, shit. like from a kid, my parents put me in art class. They noticed that I was always you know yeah. doodling and stuff. Like, so I always had a natural ability to draw. Well, that's great, and you're fortunate, especially <laughs> given parents that were. I mean, at least on your dad's side, yeah. you know, PhD, you know, was it a <laughs> nuclear physicist and so on? Yeah. The fact that they acknowledge the fact that you had a talent and didn't force you into their lane. Yeah, so that's the one thing I, I give my parents props to. They've always supported me no matter yeah. what my kind of like ambitions or direction was. Um, even they thought it was kind of silly, but they always made sure that, you know, no matter what I did, I had to have a plan and they made me write it out. And I had to have it, you know, step by step, how I would get there, what I'm going to do with it, and like, blah, blah, blah. So what were you going to major in at ASU? Had you I was, there? yeah. So I was already majoring in uh, mass communications. Okay. And when you left ASU, where'd you go? Uh, FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology. So why did you decide on, why did you decide in New York? Why did you decide on FIT? Uh, uh, so this might sound similar to the reason why we already discussed why I went to ASU, but one of my good friends, he had already went to FIT. He's like, yo, come out to New York. The school is bad. It's fucking, you know, you get to work in fashion. And, like, we always, like, always battle each other with what we would wear and shit. So he already knew I was into that. Right. Um, but he's like, yo, it's, you know, it's 90% girls. You know, 9, 9% of that 10% of dudes are gay. Like, it's a free-for-all here. And I was yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, New York. That like, was like the... the um, well, how do you say the the oil uh, tank for like for for promoters to go find their their oh their yes the things. promoter yeah the oh, young so cheesy like, they, 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 promoters they, they, are st- 
bust out there all in front they of the dogs. They go there and just like that's that's their their gold mine, I should say. Yeah, like gold mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got some stories from that school. Like you would think from ASU, I would have the crazy stories. FIT. I've got crazy stories from FIT. Well, I do have crazy stories from ASU, but yeah, FIT was ten times. But well, I guess I was right. there longer. But yeah. But on top of that, also you're in New York City. As opposed to having a crazy party town, but you're crazy party school, but you're still in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah, well, there's more competition in New York, and that was the one thing I kind of found out too. Because like I would be like, oh, you know, bag, you know, they're one of the baddest chicks, but you can't really lock them down because they got a million fucking dudes are doing something's ten times better than you, ten times better looking to you. They got ten times more money. Like there's always someone, you know, doper and you know better off than you in New York. And that's like. You know, one of the kind of the gauntlets you got to go through in Arizona. You got a bunch of fucking, you know, people that haven't left, you know, their city. Yeah. Yeah. You know? All right. So what they say is if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I've gone through a lot of friends that just haven't cut it in New York, which is crazy. Because, like, my first 10 years in New York, every year is like some of them just get cut off. Like, they don't make the fucking squad. <laughs> what, 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 is, what are those reasons for them uh, not making it? It's hard in New York, you know, financial reasons, family reasons, um, you know, getting a job that's actually, right. you know, pays enough to actually live well, in New York. Honestly, like, and this is going to sound cruel, and I do have an advantage in this since I grew up here, right? Mm. So I, I can't say that it, you know, it, it's, it's, I understand my, I have an advantage there. So, but I do enjoy seeing implants come here and like, rage and go crazy and, and, and act above, especially living the fact that I, I grew up in like living in Jersey. <laughs> I went to school in Manhattan for the most part and then in Jersey as well. But like, you know, I live in Jersey City. So when I hear these implants coming, like, oh, like scoffing at the fact that we're in Jersey. <laughs> but then a year later, I see them running back to Minnesota yeah. because they can't, they can't hack it here. It just gives me this pleasure. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing that. But I have also seen, you know, the dark side of people not making it, getting caught up in the club scene. Yes, that's uh, another big part of it. ODing or just mm. losing, you know, losing their job, losing their, their yeah. money, you know. Um, so, no, I understand it's hard. Uh, and I guess when you when you came to New York, being the fact that your parents want to make you have a plan and you went to FIT and you changed, you know, what did they make? Did they make you write out a plan for your New York New York yeah, idea? Yeah, definitely. And what did you write? I don't remember, but I was like, I'm going to, I'm, this is the school I'm going to. This is, you know, how long is it going to be? Were you like, were you like annoyed? Like, oh, fine, I'm going to the school. I'm going to study. Like, um, but were you actually writing yeah. out a thorough plan? Like, all right, I really should I know what I'm I doing. was annoyed, right. but I know my dad's not going to accept no bullshit fucking right. plan. So at, at that point, I knew I couldn't just like bullshit. So yeah. I'm like half ass shit. So, and one, I, at that time, too, I realized this is something that's going to help me. So I was, like, kind of into it, you know, kind of explaining. Because then that actually gave me a plan. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, actually, I haven't thought about this. Because yeah. I disagreed with my friends. I'm going to move out there. Right. And told my parents and I had no plan. And then I was like, oh, I actually got to think about this. Yeah. So it actually, you know, worked out for the best. Who would have <laughs> known your parents know best? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you go to FIT. Is there anything about those FIT years that stands out with you right now? Uh, yeah, living in the dorms, which were co-ed. <laughs> yep. um, the funny was, like, they tried to get me to play for the basketball team, which I didn't even know they had a basketball they have, team. They have, they? The FIT hey, Tigers. FIT, they do. They have yeah. a basketball team? Yeah, really? they did. I don't think they do anymore, but, what yeah. What conference are they in? I think they, like, played other, like, I don't know, like community colleges and stuff. Like I guess because they weren't in the CUNY conference. And I don't think they're NY. NYU's, NYU's got the best D three conference. They like fly to their games. Well, FIT is a SUNY school. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah but, but I'm, I doubt they're playing all the SUNY schools. No, no, no. But they, I think they were playing like <coughs> BMCC. The, yeah. yeah, the community colleges in the areas. Yeah. They weren't playing like. Yeah, well, it makes sense. They're, <laughs> listen, based on the demographic you described. <laughs> well, they well they I think they gave scholarships as well. Um, really? So the ones that are playing on the team weren't like any FIT students. They might not. Nah, I wonder what division they are. But all right. Um, and they're like, oh, we give you a scholarship. I'm just like, yo, the, the, the tuition here <laughs> ain't any shit. Like, I ain't worried about oh, it. Oh, the SUNY, right? Yeah. yeah. It was mad cheap, you know? And like, yeah. once you establish residency, it was even super. So, like, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was funny. Uh, and after college, I mean, unless you have another co college story. Um, nothing that I want to like. Then you want to share? You put sure? on the internet. <laughs> nothing I want to put on the internet. <laughs> what did you do after college? Uh, How long did it take you to find a job, a place to settle? It in? definitely took me. Well, I guess I was kind of just like 
definitely got caught up into the nightlife. Obviously. You did? Yeah, that's what it I wasn't really caught thought. up, but like I thought you were a promoter when I met you. Everyone thought so. No, I mean, not, not exactly. I just saw. I, I knew you weren't. A, I kind of knew you weren't, but I knew you ran with promoters because I saw you every yeah. night. And I'm like, who is this tall dude? Like, who's uh, all the time? You were cool though. Like, yeah. I met you through. I think I met you through Brandon. Yeah, or Necky or someone. Yeah, yeah same same crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So it's funny. So <clears throat> when I was in school, I was working at Scoop, which is like yeah, a real t- retail store in downtown New York. No longer exists. Um, but this one guy used to always come into the store and hit on my manager. She was, you know, good looking, attractive lady. And I remember this one time he's like, Hey, is one of us here? I was like, nah, bro. Like, why are you always coming in here? Like sweating my, my boss. You said he's, to him? Yeah. Of course you did. And you I was no like, what, what you, well, <laughs> I'm like, what do you, do you work around here? He's like, oh yeah, I got a club around the corner. <clears throat> and he owned this club called Air. Uh, really? This is Mark Bornbaum. Mark, oh my god! And I was like, oh, so I'm Mark thinking. Bornbaum hitting on the and the manager makes makes sense. It was Mark Bornbaum. So I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, you gotta hook me up with a job. Like I'm thinking, like I'm trying to like get a job, yeah, like you know, corporate type job. And I was like, he's like, yeah, come by, bring your resume. So I'm like, all right, bet, bet. And I go in there. He's like, come this time. I was like, like nine o'clock. Like why is he only coming nine o'clock? But anyways, go there. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of busy now here, but here, have a table, bring some people, da-da-da. And I'm like, all right. So I bring, like, all the, like, you know, FIT girl. (laughs) And he's like, all right, come back tomorrow, da-da-da. He's like, all right, I want you to be your promoter. And I was like, nah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking for, like, a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You just no, wait, no 15, 15 years of my life, you just like, I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't real. What were you doing for 15 years? I don't know. I'm just hanging out, I guess. I wasted my life. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like a, kind of a funny story there. And like, yeah, it's hilarious. That worked for my advantage. So I've known, I actually, you know, he was cool. And then every club he, you know, he kind of opened. He, he, every time I saw him, he always like hooked me up and got me in and stuff. So oh, was that, that was your in? That was your first in? Well, I had my own personal in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then from there, just like getting to know door guys and stuff like Was, the OG, yeah, yeah. fucking, I can't remember all the different names of the dudes, but yeah, like everyone from Marquee, everyone from like Kane and all these old spots. And then, you know, they just. Shout out to Shakara from Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Henry or something. Wouldn't FIT be it in? Because I mean, it's FIT. It's a fashion institute. Yeah, but I mean. No, nah, because you get dead because you're a dude. Like, yeah, no you're, how your good. in would be to walk in with like. Because the girls are like, sorry, you can't come. Like, oh, yeah? <laughs> no, because oh, yeah, promoters is like, we yeah, only yeah. bring in girls. Like. <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. It's been uh, about two years now. So actually, and these are like ro- these are rookie promoters too, who are just yeah. like had their like business cards or like with their fake little like titles on their shit, like oh, director yeah. of hospitality. Oh yeah, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Get a real job. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I used to hate that shit because it's like these dudes would come swooping up all the chicks, and I was like, yo, I've been putting in work for days. <laughs> but you, you, you're the magic of a free bottle and free into a club. I mean, that oh, that, yeah. that changes things. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. Oddly enough and unfortunately enough, that's what changes things. So that, that was like your lead into uh, kind of how we met and your whole social life as a New Yorker pretty much until... Yeah, and I think it's so, all my friends so. worked in the kind of the industry. Yeah. Um, How'd you meet Necky? How'd you meet... Necky's the first person I met in New York, actually. What? So, yeah. <laughs> really? Crazy. So, uh, so my friend... He, who I, like brought me to New York. I was like, we're in there for summer. I had to like go speak to uh, the dean of admissions. I had to go talk my way in. Like I came like last second. I had to like bullshit a portfolio. Really? I had to talk my way in. Yeah. You were like what twenty at the time? I was like nineteen. Yeah. Man, you pulled that off. Okay. Uh, so my friend, he was like, "Yes, I got to do to do a portfolio." So I bullshit that in, and then I'm just like, you know, kind of a charismatic person, and kind of you know, talk my way into you know whatever situation I need to be, and it worked talk out. Your way out of any situation. Yeah, <laughs> in or out, whatever it, yeah. it you know requires. But when I was there during the summertime, uh, my my friend who's from the neck already, he's like, "Yo, this is necking. He had his long hair, his fucking tan, with like." I think he had like a boombox. So he's like, yo, I'm going to the beach. I was like, what? Who the fuck is this character? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't changed a bit, by yeah. the way. This is like, I don't know, like 2002 or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And 
the rest is history. Right. Well, let's let's hear about the history of your of your professional career, though. Oh, so let's see here. Graduate, worked retail, kind of just like partied a while, and kind of like in and out of like you know stupid jobs. Um, did a little all in fashion or retail. Retail and modeling. Uh, the cliche New York. I. I had a girlfriend at the time who was, you know, a legit model. She's like, oh, you should come. Like, you can easily get some jobs. And I was like, what? I don't know about this. And I was. How long ago was this? Like 50 pounds ago? This is, yeah, 50 plus pounds ago. Yeah. Because um, you were skinny as hell when I met you. Yeah. You were walking around like a lanky. Yeah, lanky man. Style. Like, I'm getting the old man weight now. That's just yeah, like. That. It's in the bones. You see, you see my old uncle's. Old man like, weight. How old are you? Dude, I'll be 40 next year. Don't let, don't let the face <laughs> fool you. <laughs> right. By the way, this man's hair is great, but his hair yes. is similar to mine. Uh, shout out to Just for Men's, hooking it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no lie, he's got grades like I do or more. Yeah, no, and yeah, it looks I'm, good on him, but it, I mean, now he looks like he's 20 because he's got this. Yeah, not, you know, not going to lie, dude, you, you, you look young as hell right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I had the kind of the Benjamin Button thing because when I was a kid, I looked like I was a grown man. Yeah. Um, I was the one buying booze for everybody like in like eighth grade. And <laughs> oh I remember once I was at church with my mom and this was like after she got divorced and one of her friends was like, Ooh, Diane, who's your new man? I was like, who's your mom? She's like, who's your new boyfriend? I was like, well, first of all, pause. This is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, you know, 6'4", and like since like fifth grade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep on. I'm gonna say this again. Do you know how tall I was when I was 14? Oh yeah, you just a little scrimp, right? 4'11 at 14. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Oh man, that must have been rough. It was. Um, but yeah, so I looked old until, I don't know, I guess I hit like 20 and then I guess kind of started like Benjamin Bond. Maybe just stayed younger. looking the same. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, you should, yeah. Go, you should go gray again eventually. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think it's just with the, you know, the braids, you know, I, it doesn't look right. So once I just like, when I take them out, I'll it's go back. True. I, I, you know, I, I, well, I mean, it look, yeah, gray braids look good on women. I see a lot of chicks. Someone has a fetish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a fetish. Christian, let me see your toes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't remember again. Yeah, you were talking about I mean, your professional oh. career. You went from like oh, yeah, crappy so job just, to retail. Yeah, I was jumping around, was doing like girls. She was like, uh, and I remember I was like, she's like, all right, here. So she introduced me to her town director. He's like, oh, take off your shirt. And I was like, man, this sounds sketchy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I take it off my shirt. He's like, she's like no, let me see do. those toes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't worry. After we're done here, we got the casting couch in the back. There you go. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like uh, they sent me off on a casting, got my first thing. It was like a Coke commercial. Really? Um, Your first thing was a Coke commercial? Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> and then, I think I have a few on my phone. I'll show you, I'll show you afterwards. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not, it's, it's not, they're like, fa it's not like fashion, um, modeling. I did like a lot of commercials. Commercial, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that worked out and that allowed me to get even deeper into you know the nightlife world because i didn't have to be up in the morning i got like you know a, a fat check here fat check yeah, there exactly. and just chilled um and then that kind of get old fast and i was like all right no like after like a year or two i was like all right let me like focus. so you did the modeling thing for like two years um it wasn't like it was just like it was just like here and there like yeah. it wasn't consistent definitely wasn't consistent yeah. it was like every once in a while i need some money i'll go in i'm like hey what do you got and I go to i go in castings and it probably lasted, I don't know, maybe like five years of doing that. Um, but then like the jobs just got like less glamorous and less glamorous. Like, oh, we got this or you have to do like a auto show or something. I was like, mm, I'm good. I think this is a wrap for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you started off pretty high with uh, Coca-Cola and then. Yeah, I got a music video as well. Um, I did a lot of kind of like uh, editorials um, for like the old school magazine, like Details. Mm. Um, also kind of pioneered the digital age. I did a few um, uh, digital magazines. Uh, was it like menstyle.com, which was like one Dang, of like okay. the first ones. Trendsetter. Uh, so, you know, I'm out here. And then when, when that ended and you went into like actual career, what, what made you decide your career path? Like what were, how, how did that unfold? 
Um, you know, I think it was just trial and error. At first, I wanted to do copywriting for like you know magazines. That's what kind of like what I was like thought I wanted to do because yeah. it's like that's the fashion I knew was from just like looking at magazines and like oh this is dope I like this this and this and from there I remember I was uh working uh retail and the owner he's like dude you sell a shitload like you ever thought about you know coming working corporate for me and doing distribution da 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 and I was like well I don't even know what that is and he had me do like a few trials and came up to the the office and whatnot <clears throat> Um, and that's when I kind of learned the kind of ropes and, but everything, nothing kind of like came to fruition from that. And then, oh, that never actually panned out. No, like I, they ended up going under, um, this is a company called Ernest Sound, like a denim company. Okay. Um, they ended up getting bought out and then kind of fading away. Um, <clears throat> but then again, nightlife kind of came in. So my friend, he was a buyer at Barney's Yeah. and one of his accounts was creative recreation. Yo, they were huge. This for a was while. yeah. This was like two thousand six, <clears throat> two thousand seven. You remember they were like that's such a buzz. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that they did they fold. So I think it's just a natural kind of like um, uh, kind of lifespan of brands. Unless you become an iconic brand, yeah. Like you go your ups, your downs, and then you kind of like fizzle out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like they was like one of the first kind of like lifestyle sneaker brands. You know, kind of like luxury at the time, right? Uh, like that Kanye, like kind of like within one of the ads and stuff was crazy. But anyways, we in Vegas, uh, or he had to go out to Vegas for a show, and he's like, "You want me to place a big order? You got to fuck. You got to pay for my friend to come too, because he was my roommate at the time." Yeah. So they paid for us to come out to Vegas. We're out there partying, da da da, da having a good time. And then they're like, "Hey, we're actually opening up uh, East Coast office because they're based out in L.A." And I was like, "Yo." Hook me up with a job. Yeah. And they just thought I was, that's like the, you know, the fun guy. Right. I was like, no, like I've actually, you know, went to school. Like I have a background in this. So I ended up having like an interview and like put my charm on and kind of, you know, spit my game and got the job there. At Creative Rex? Yeah. And what was your title there? I was a sales executive, a account, account executive. That was a cool gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of catapulted you. you got yeah, to, yeah. And at that time, that, they were big, so like they really yeah. built up my resume um, from there. So yeah. where, where were the stops from there on? So from there, I was there for like three years, and then I went to this smaller kind of agency, which they had multiple brands, like What's luxury brands. It was called Medium Concepts. Nothing you would okay. know, but. They had a lot of uh, international brands, so I was doing all their international uh, management. So I would always go out to like for all the trade shows in Paris, Germany, Berlin, uh, was it Milan. So for like a couple of years, I was just you know pimping it, yeah. like jet setting it through Europe, which was dope. Um, and then from there, I went to Pony. Um, launched this kind of like their luxury kind of diffusion line, which actually was at first pretty dope. So we did a collaboration with Kith. Yeah. Uh, which was really dope. So backstory. So if you know Kith. Kith Ronnie, or Atrium? Kith. Okay. So I, so I, I put that, so I helped with that because I knew Ronnie from back in the day from Creative Recreation because he used to be the buyer at David Z's yeah. and he was one of my accounts. So I met him from that, and he started doing all those, obviously those collabs he was doing with like Asics and Sebago, and then he did the Kith. So whenever I had opportunity to do a collab with like these brands I was working on, I was like, yo, look it up. And he was always cool and was like, all right, we'll do something. Nice. Um, so he did a collab with there. Um, we also did a collab with DKNY, uh, Mark McNary, opening ceremony. So like, I really had like a really good launch, but there were some internal issues. So I had to jump ship there. And then uh, went to uh, WSC, where I'm at now. How long have you been there? It's almost, what, five years almost now? Yeah, okay. And what do you do there? So I am the brand director there, which I uh, oversee distribution, uh, manage our licensee partners, um, any type of <clears throat> collaboration. And when it comes to merchandising, I work with our creative director and our designers and kind of help them do a line plan where it's like, all right, I mean, this is what's trending. We need this, this, and this. Uh, maybe we should do these colors, whatever, whatever. That's so. a long ways from these sale account execs. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've, I think, you know, I've 
always took advantage of opportunities when they came, you yeah. know? And I think, you know, when people say lucky, I've always liked to say, you know, being prepared for, you know, opportunities, so. And if you, if you were to look back and, uh, and choose any sort of path other than the path you're on, what would you have chosen? I wish I would have stuck with football. My, uh, really? My cousin, he plays for the Lions. Uh, so I'm always like, damn, I could have stuck with it. I should have stuck with it. Um, were you, were you uh, as talented and as athletic as your cousin? I would like to think so, but <laughs> he played for Alabama. And he has, like, two national rings. Oh, so, like, yeah, he was highly, like, So that's, legit. that's your, like, the, the, the dream job you would have stuck with? I mean, it's the dream what, lifestyle. Of course. <laughs> what position did you play? I played wide out, wide receiver. Oh, that's right, because you were a skinny guy back then. Yeah, and I was quick as fuck. Yeah? I, we played basketball <laughs> in a couple <laughs> leagues. Remember that? Yeah, You're like, yo, yeah. pick me up. I, I, you know, I needed some big men to play, yeah. the power forward, et cetera, and you played. And, and I, I'm giving you a lot of grief because I know you mm. were out of shape back then. But I got to Yeah, oh. Dude, you were that, walking, that was you, in my partying days. You like, were too. running around like you had concrete cinder blocks in your face. I did, yeah. And I remember you were struggling, and I, you'd come out in, like, timeouts <laughs> or whatever, and I'm like, yo, do you need oxygen? I probably <laughs> did. I was like fucking Barkley, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Probably had a cheeseburger burger before. How much weight have you lost? I know you don't do scales, but since then, it's it's hard to say. I I, I technically I I literally last time I weighed myself it was when I started working out in March. You got like a gym membership, and there was like, yo, you're at two seventy one. Yeah, I remember you told me. that. <laughs> and that's how I got my uh, vaccination early because I was technically I was obese. Uh, yeah, yeah, obese. So I was uh, I was dope. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I just kind of pushed the the limits because I've always, as younger, I was always be able to eat whatever I want, do whatever yeah. I want, and then it kind of slowly that was changing, and yeah. then, you know, COVID hit, and I was like, you know what, let's see how how big I can get, and that was not a good idea. <laughs> Why would that be a good idea? Um, yeah, so it hasn't been coming off as easy. Uh, what are your goals and dreams now? And what kind of mo- what motivates you to keep pursuing those? You know, it's 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 hard to kind of you know answer that question because you know I get that a lot. Or people like, oh, what do you what do you want to be in five years? Because you know, year to year, my you know I feel like my life's always changing, evolving, and I find new interests and loves and opportunities come that might take me into a different direction. Right. Like last year, I almost moved to LA. <clears throat> I, I interviewed with Netflix. To be one of the license uh, licensing um, oh, yeah, directors for you know one of their branded uh, their branded licensees, which I think it was. Make sure to speak close to the mic. Oh too, yeah, 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 my bad. Bams is in the back right now, so he can't yell at you. <laughs> um, and like I had like five interviews for that, and it ended up not working out. But that could have took me a whole new direction, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I I. Internally, in the back of my head, I do, but I don't get too stuck with them because I know at any time it can change. And I'm like, I hate to turn down opportunities. But what's interesting is you're definitely like the tip, not to be cool, but like you have an artist mentality. Because yeah. you, you see certain people and they're very motivated. Like you see and they're, they're like tunnel vision. And I've never seen you come across that way. You kind of almost like you're content, like no matter what, like you are in the moment and you're not stressed about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, I'm blessed, you know, like, you know, growing up in, in school, like I was kind of a class clown and I don't think any of the teachers really expected anything out of me. Mm-hmm. And I probably didn't show that I had any interest, but, you know, I did. But I just feel blessed today that I'm in the positions I'm at now. Like, because if you look back to where I was in high school, they're like, oh, this guy, he well, ain't going nowhere. Here for me, but for me, <laughs> I've got like tunnel vision. I know what I, I know, like high goals and, and all that stuff and not saying you don't have goals but yeah. i feel like you're just like you're more let it come to me as opposed to like well that's go. how my life has kind of panned out so far so i don't you. if it <laughs> you know if it, if it works you know don't you don't got to fix it but yes I, I mean hey when you're pretty like this you don't have to do much right <sighs> by the way bam is he good yeah we're good oh <laughs> 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 i was making sure um all right 
you've been outsiders, uh, and I'm glad you've been part of it, and I'm glad I forced you by that. Official ticket. member. At first, I didn't get no recognition. He's like, join new to our crew. This is person. This person. I'm like, yeah, where's my uh, shout out? And then you're, I got yo, the, you're being interviewed right now, man. And then hey, let me finish. And I got the shout out. He he threw up a fucking fat boy picture of me with no oh, shirt on. Right. <laughs> He's right. like, he's our newest guy. Yeah, I'm that's like, horrible. Why are you putting fat pictures? We want a beach. We'll take this a photographer. Man, you, you know? want to be wow. taking a photo of? Put your shirt on. <laughs> and he didn't look terrible. He just he felt that way. It was fine. Uh, no, it was funny. It was all good. Um, and yeah. And then well, I, what's your favorite part of Outsiders? Like, like, like my favorite well, like activity. Don't get too far from the mic. No, uh, I mean you. Yes, what's your favorite activity? But I know. I, I think I know the answer to that. And the answer to that, I'm probably biking, right? Oh yeah, the biking was dope. Yeah. Um, but I think, like some people like getting out in nature. Some people like being outside. Some people like being active. Others love the community or, or for different reasons. Uh yeah, definitely getting outside because definitely like majority of my friends are not doing any type of you know physical activity. I'm like an athlete yeah. at heart, and my yeah. body kind of craves you know these type of activity. So it's definitely good to have this outlet. Yeah, I mean we talked about like certain social circles, specifically the ones we made through nightlife being just stagnant and doing the mm -hmm. same old thing. And and part of the reason why I made you buy that ticket was because <laughs> I wanted to show you what it was about and I knew that you liked it, right? Yeah. But also because it's another way to be social without having to be in an environment where it's eating or drinking or late night or, yeah. or other stuff, you know, so. Yeah, and then you get to, you know, be around a group of people that you probably typically or normally wouldn't be socializing yeah. with, which is good because you can get to, you know, meet people that you normally wouldn't. So that's always fun. I just like that. Were you when you were younger? Were you outdoorsy at all? Yeah, hundred percent. Like my my parents were really? outdoorsy, but like I would always just like do stuff. Like I I remember I'd pinch a tent in my backyard and like try to build a like a tree fort. Really? I would go fishing, but it was funny. So I used to go fishing, but the fish would scare me. Like to take the hook out because <laughs> yeah, you right. catch it and release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so what'd you do? So I. <laughs> I would just cut the line, throw them back in, cause, which is funny, cause that kind of like followed me into adulthood. So, I ended up going deep sea, deep sea fishing. I know this story. <laughs> <laughs> this is with an ex girlfriend, and you went with her yeah. dad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, can you tell the story, the whole story? So this is like when I started first dating this girl. She's from Oregon, and I flew out to meet her family, and I'm like Oregon. But first of all, let's. What was her family like? What was you know? So, what was she like? White girl, probably majority of the girls, not all, majority, because I feel like I don't have any game. So it's usually the girls that come up to me, and yeah. I, the white girls love me. So I'm like, I'll t if they're pretty, I'm, like, I'm done. All right, good, good to go. <laughs> and uh, but you're saying white from the Northwest, which is like. Yes, yes, yes. So that's how I was like, oh shit, fucking. Then she was from like Pumpkin Bumpkin, like Eugene, <laughs> Oregon, like. I had to like from the airport take like a like a bus and I had like chickens and shit in there. What? <laughs> oh my, I'm you, I'm not joking. Like she had like uh, mountain lions in her backyard wow. and like no neighbors for two miles and like wild turkeys running around. And I was like, oh shit. So I mean, her dad's like six five, three hundred pounds. Probably like what I'm gonna end up being. <laughs> Big dude. Now yeah, dude, them Pacific yes. Northwest guys are fucking big. Yeah. So well, so bastards. Yeah. Giants. He built their house himself. Right. But it's crazy because he wasn't like he's not from more. He's from California. He like married got married and like he's like, All right, I'm bringing my family out to the woods. Um so anyway, man's man fucking just drinks and drinks, like one of those like functional <laughs> alcoholic type dudes. So, but he wasn't like alcoholic, but like he taken take down a lot. So he's like, "All right, you like fishing?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm thinking as a kid, like go to like the little lake yeah. around my house." And he's like, "All right, we're going to uh, Puerto Vallarta. Here's a timeshare out there." So we go out to Mexico, uh, <laughs> like with the family, like not just me and him. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "All right, I've got this uh, fishing trip planned. We go out into at least two hours out into the water." Yeah. Um, and he brings a suitcase. I was like, how long are we going to be out there? He's like, oh, no, it's just my booze. So he opens it up, has all types of bourbon, whiskey, da -da 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 -da, and he had like a bucket of fried chicken we had with us too. Um, so we go, and I have this all on video, which is crazy too. Oh, so, can you say that to me? <laughs> we'll cut into this in the video. That would actually be a, yeah, that would actually be a cut, cut into. Uh, <laughs> can we? I'll have to find it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, so... 
So you had like the whole thing, you had the like the big pole, it's like in like a structure, and you have like on your hip, yeah. you have to wear this thing. And within like 15 minutes, I get a I get a bite. I'm like, Zhush. and like we have like a crew too that has a boat and like they help you, yeah. whatever. So I'm reeling it in. Literally one of the hardest things I've ever had to do is I was reeling this this my catch in for at least an hour and a half. Jesus. Bring it up, comes. I was like, what the? F-? And like, I, <laughs> it jumps out of the water, and I've never been in like nature like that in the ocean with like, and it was like, it was a 10 foot uh, sailfish, which okay. is like, I thought it was a marlin because right. it has the same kind of like nose. Oh, yeah, and I, was yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. I was like, what the, the fuck is that? Nose, and he's like, yo, you gotta reel it. And like, yeah. <laughs> so end up getting in, and like in the video, so I was like, her dad is like, and I'm just like, see my bangs pop. I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, tough guy, huh? He's like patting my arm. Yeah. I'm like, don't touch me. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> uh, finally get it in. And it's in the boat. And you see in the video, it's like flopping around. He's like, grab it. I was like, what do you mean grab it? This shit is bigger <laughs> than me. <laughs> and it's like all slimy. It has all this like ocean ooze on it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can just see me. It's like looking like the biggest bitch. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, grab it here. And like got these photos. And then the end of this clubbing on the head. I was like, ooh, that's grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I never really thought the broader process and like the brains come out of his mouth. I was like, ooh, oof. Mm, I, just, I just wanted a drink. I know all <laughs> oh, this is part of it. So then they're like, oh, do you want to mount it? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and the guy's always going to be uh, $2,400. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was good because uh, her dad told me like, oh, because it was just like, you know, now well-off Mexican guys are just like locals or they end up feeding their family with that. So I was oh, like, oh, nice. that's cool. Um, and like, I hate seafood and fish. Really? But we caught a bunch of mahi-mahi and he's like, no, you like this. And we cooked it fresh on the boat. And I was like, oh, shit, it was actually pretty good. So, but I would never eat it again, but it was, you know. You don't eat seafood? Nah. Other yeah. than shrimp. I don't know. I can eat shrimp if it's fried. Okay. Crusted. Are you a texture eater? No, I'm just a simple eater. I just like, you know, I have my little group of foods that I like to eat and that's, what that's do you it. Eat? What I eat. We'll find out. Why. We're, not, we're not gonna answer that question just oh, yet. Oh, he told me what you guys eat. No, I don't. You're gonna uh, enjoy. Let's continue, but I don't want to know yet. <laughs> um, uh, what advice would you give high school you? High school me? Yeah. Hmm. I would follow through. Okay. You know, see things to the end. You know, I, I feel like I, you know, I quit a lot of things in my younger years. Football. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and just like, you know, kind of like I never really kind of found, I felt like I was never had the feeling, oh, this is my, you know, uh, my path or this is what I want. But I think yeah. that's because I never really followed through. Like I always yeah. thought it would just be a click and like, this is what I need to do. Right. This is what I want to be. I never felt that, so I would always just like jump thing to thing, trying to like find that fit. Okay, that's that is great advice. Um, what is, what's the dream that you haven't achieved yet? Um, be a homeowner. Okay, are you that's working next, towards that? Yeah, that's. Yeah, I might I might be on my first step, but that's on my you know my perfume. If you could purchase a house now, where would you want to purchase? Um, I think eventually I'm probably end up in LA. I, you know, I'm like I said, I'm a kind of an, I'm, I feel like I'm a nature person. I like to be, you know, outside of the city. Like I think right. the city kind of eats away at you for a bit. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll have to have you on the outside soon to re- recharge that battery. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, what is your most embarrassing moment? I know you got some good ones. Oh, there's so many. Oh, didn't I don't spin, really get embarrassed. Did somebody spin your face once? <laughs> that wasn't embarrassing, but yeah, someone did spin <laughs> no, my that, face. That, yeah, that's just disrespectful. At first it was, yeah. but then it turned pretty... Uh, yeah, we don't have to tell yeah, the story yeah, yeah. if we want to. Uh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no you, can, you can go to my OnlyFans if you want to see that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really get, I don't get embarrassed. Like I'm just like, you know, a clown at heart, and I, I look at everything as... Not as a joke, but I can laugh at myself. It's a very, very important trait to have. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share that I missed asking you? 
Well, yes. Um, you can find me on IG as Dr. Van, D-R dot V-E-N-N. No, we're going to put that <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'm joking. I have like 100 followers. I ain't worried about that. <laughs> Are you private too? Huh? Are you private? My, no, 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 oh. no, yeah, no. I guess no one just, no one really cares. No, I got a close-knit, tight oh. group of friends. Wow, yes. that's good. Dude, rephrase what you just said. That's kind of fucking hurtful. No, I mean, like, cares. no one really... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was being a smart ass, but yeah. Yeah, oh, that was Actually, dark. I just included it in my close friend's Instagram story viewership. Mm. Oh, oh, so I you saw the good one. stuff over the weekend, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Atlanta. Guess uh. where I went. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <anyway. laughs> All right, so the last segment of this interview is five rapid fire questions. I'm guessing you didn't know that. Have you watched your own, an entire video yet? No, no, I haven't. No. Well, maybe you'll watch your own. <laughs> <laughs> so five rapid fire questions um ready let's go what's your favorite nyc bar um raise raise yeah oh and uh christy christy really that's fairly new isn't it well it's my favorite right now okay cool yeah <laughs> i haven't been there yet it's um, my homeboy's uh place was that my? Was one of my when I from where and I worked back back in the day. Ernest Stone. He was one of my coworkers. Oh, Ray. No, no, there's, <laughs> there is no Ray's. Uh, what's your What's your biggest fear? Not succeeding, or losing my teeth. Failure or losing your teeth. <laughs> you know how those dreams where you're yeah, like you lose your teeth. Like no, no, that's I realize I'm, sleeping, I'm, I'm like sleeping. Like oh wait, but I'm good. Yo, yeah, I get murdered like ten times in my dream, and I'm good. But losing my teeth, I'm like oh, did I lose my teeth. Yeah, you know? I have dreams where I like shave my head or my eyebrow accidentally. <laughs> you should look, probably get look bad at, look into yeah, that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite city other than New York City? Uh, L.A. And you'll be moving out there sometimes. Well, soon. you know, it's not that my favorite city. I just have so many good friends out there. I think it could that be. Does, that, but that does make a city great when you have yeah. network. But besides having a great network, what city do you appreciate for the actual city and the city's culture? Is this domestic? Anywhere. No, globally. Um, I really liked Cartagena. Like, that amazing fucking food. Um, it's beautiful. Like I love the fucking beach, and there's beautiful women there. Is that the only Colombian city you've been to? <clears throat> um, outside of like layovers, yeah. I've been to Medellin and Cartagena. I heard, I heard, Me um, Medellin is yeah. Beautiful. It's the eternal spring. It's yeah, amazing weather. Uh, but Cartagena is beautiful. The old city is nice. Oh yeah, yeah. I went on an amazing food tour, and really? I also did like a lot of like um, art, like you know, like city wall art and stuff and it was great uh what's your what's your dream job dream job i think working for myself what would you do for yourself um I, that's what i'm trying to figure out now like it's definitely something creative within fashion but that's been changing just because i'm you know i don't know like i'm Oh, what's the word? I'm finding new talents about myself. I won't say finding, but uh, discovering. Discovery, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you've actually been actively thinking about what you can do for yourself as far as like company-wise, like yeah. entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my last kind of like ideas I wanted to do kind of like outerwear. Mm -hmm. um, Perfect. Come up with something, man. <laughs> but I feel like I'm learning so much from my job. I have such yeah. a free range. Um, and I'm wearing so many hats. That I'm learning stuff that I thought I knew, but I didn't. That would be such a, you know, important, important part of you know, developing your own uh, brand. So I mean, I'm in no rush because I'm getting all this free education right now. That sounds great. Like, you sound like you're really uh, feeling fulfilled by this current job because you're learning so much. Yeah. Um, it's a great job. Like... I have no complaints now. They just gave me a raise, so I'm oh, fat chilling. Yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've been at them for a minute. I know. You were telling me last year. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah, so I'm pretty happy. I'm in a good good place right now. And you seem super zen. So, hmm. I mean, I know we don't, we don't risk in the table, and that changes things up. Frank the Tank comes out. <laughs> a little but, you know. loose. Um, my last question is, what's your favorite food? 
So I, I knew this was going to come and I was like, I'm not a big foodie person. Like I like, you know, going restaurants and whatever, but I'm not like, Ooh, I need to try this new, uh, whatever. Right. I'm a simple eater. Um, so I was like, what was the one thing that I consume every day? I daily, daily. Wow. Okay. I'm very adamant about it. It's great for my body. Um, you can see how got this beautiful skin. Yeah. Got this, you know, honey roast. You do look young. You um, look younger than what you are. So when someone comes, to, someone comes to the show with their favorite food in a CVS bag, it definitely raises an eyebrow. I love water. Cold, crisp water. I drink it every day. Probably three liters a day. I ain't joking, bro. Like, it's an important part of my life. Okay. I don't Did drink. Do you see these waters here? <laughs> no. I, I don't drink coffee, We, we have a water soda. partner, and you just brought out a competitor to the table. Oh. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, though, like, I, outside of alcohol, I don't really, I, water's all I drink. Really? Yeah. But what about food? Well, I but consume I know, water, I know, so I, right, I consume this right, right, Okay. Food. I get it. You like water. <laughs> if you have a favorite food, what is your favorite food? <clears throat> uh, I don't. I don't think I have a favorite food. That's. Oh God. I know. So... I I could say something, but it's gonna be something boring. Like. No, I, listen, I agree with him. I don't have a favorite food either. Like I. I... A go-to food, a comfort food, uh, a favorite snack. It changes. What the um, hell is wrong with you? I know. I'm not a food. <laughs> I know. It's annoying. I'm not a food person. Like. Yeah. Um, okay. When you okay. Wait. I like I like sandwiches. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, sandwiches. I like sandwiches too, so I can't knock it. But listen, it, it's it's been uh, interesting having you on the show. <laughs> well, yeah. appreciate you. I do appreciate <laughs> you sharing the story. This is the weirdest end to the show. Actually, no, one other person Actually, showed up and she's like, I was too busy, so I'm going to describe the food and describe her food. Um, but water is very important. I'm glad you drink a lot of water. Good it for is, you. It is, man. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you having it in the show. Um, there you go. I would have gotten more of those. <laughs> what is this? It's water. Well, where's the name at? I thought this was your, it's like... In the, it's in there. Look. Oh, you want some fancy shit? All right. Yeah, it's a cool one. <laughs> eternal water. Eternal, yeah, eternal beauty. Mm hmm. Just like you. Hmm. My mama tells me that every day. Uh, man, I, it's been nice to actually get to know you more outside of, uh, you know, what I've already known about you and get to know your story because I didn't really know your full story. Yeah, man, you got to have me on again so then I can learn more about you. Oh, if you want to interview me? <laughs> Let's do it. We're going we're gonna to do a couple. Uh, you know, yeah, we're, we're planning on some, some revamp stuff. Where, you know, we're going to have like a little, maybe like a couch and some smoking section. Insider's lounge, outsider's lounge mm -hmm. or whatever. And we could call it inside with outsiders after dark. Like you know, you know, After dark? What is this? No, no, no. no. You know, we, 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 we get the nipple clamps on. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, there you go. Yeah, we get some nipple clamps. Oh, Jesus, no. Yeah. Remember, remember BET After Dark? Mm -hmm. They always have all the, like, the, oh, the, the videos. videos. Yes. That's Yo. the first time I heard my neck, my back. Yo, that song. <laughs> That's the first time I heard Yo. that track. And they used to, it was like borderline porno meets Yeah, they videos. had Tip Drill. Remember Nelly's Tip Drill? They and had all the strippers naked on that shit. What's funny is that that show came on after Midnight Love. So it was like love? Midnight Love, Midnight Love on BET. They played all like the oh, top yeah, yeah. R&B, so yeah, like Donnell Jones, Maxwell, all kinds Midnight of stuff. <laughs> That's, you know, you watch it with a girl, whatever. Mm. And then all of a sudden, it's over. And then comes on. Yeah. Uh, what was that? What was it? The uh, Midnight. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, what was the name of that? BT After Dark. After Dark, yeah. exactly. It was like a strip club on TV. And then there's also Black Cat. That what was, was that? that was like a one was like one of the public access channels. That really? like had like random videos on there. Yeah. Mm. Great stories. Well, we'll have you back when we have like a few other people on there on the show. And uh, we'll get some cigars going or something. I don't know. We'll come up with a theme. We haven't planned this out yet. We're just talking. All right. All right. For sure. I'm down. Right. Well, but on another note, you said you need to get outside, get on the outsiders. Come out again. We got plenty of stuff Yeah. What's on. up with the snowboard trips? We need to <coughs> one before next one, year. Like, well, actually, we're going to be... We're going to do some snowboard trips. We're going to do uh, working it out so that we can get transportation 
on on a whim. So like if there's a snowstorm coming, mm. we can get it without having to organize weeks in advance. And uh, secondly, we're organize, organizing uh, destination trips. So you're gonna do the Japan trip again. We we can do that, but right now what's lined up is uh, Iceland for New Year's. Uh, yeah. When were, was I'm that announcing next week. Uh, I've been looking well, for a New Year's trip. So <coughs> Iceland, New Year's, um, Jamaica in February, Zion National Park in April, which I know I'm not, I think you'd enjoy that. Zion National Park in Antelope Canyon. Um, Where is that? Uh, Utah and Arizona. Okay. And then um, Sardinia in June. A friend has a huge villa. It's actually my birthday too. So yeah, about time. About, exactly. So, I was looking forward to going uh, to another Then Panama, year. November, Tanzania, and uh, Zanzibar the next year. I'm with that. Yeah, and I know you are for sure. So I, I hope to see you on the destination trips. I can see it'd be a good time. Like, we'll talk about that after the cameras turn off. Uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, again, thank you very much for partaking in, in this interview. We'd we'll love to have you back and I uh, yeah. appreciate the fact that you're part of the Outsiders. Peace. Peace. Ooh, how long was that one?